Hey, Dad, so you're using this thing called StoryBrand in your business. How is that going for you? Great question, Jonathan. Let's chat. Welcome to the Hey Dad Show, where, yep, you guessed it, I sit down with my dad to ask questions, learn life lessons, and dive deep into business, marketing, and man stuff. I'm your host, Jonathan Vogel, and I'm joined here with my dad, Joe Vogel. Hey, Dad. Hey, Jonathan. So, like, yeah, w- w- this whole story brand thing has become quite a phenomenon in business today, and I'm just curious, like, what, what does that look like for you in implementing that, and, like, how, like what, what do you do for you know, your marketing and sales, like what's the practical like application for story brand in your workplace? Sure. Um, we're a startup real estate fund. And so I've been with them for a year and a half. I was employee number one and I was in charge of sales and still in charge of sales. And, uh, I would say that, uh, Don Miller's story brand has impacted me because it's all based in story. Story is, and he says this, I learned a lot from Don about this, is just it's a 2,000, well, probably, you know, 10,000-year-old um, way of getting information across. We're wired for story. And so, um, yeah, so through our slide decks, through uh, my sales, how I support financial advisors, you know, um, story is definitely... Uh, a means of of getting a message across that helps uh, people just kind of get it and get it quickly. Um, and I would say that it's kind of fun too. I mean, Don Miller puts in puts it in in a kind of step by step, kind of like you can't get it wrong. And I think that's that's kind of the cool part. And and he's he's a great marketer, a great sales guy himself. Yeah, totally. I mean, I love it too. Like just for like even the little things like learning how to do a one-liner, learning how to clarify your website or like you said, slide decks. I think it's just a phenomenal thing that he's kind of stumbled upon, made it his own, and now he's reaping the benefits of it. Now, like what, what, what's like the most practical like way that you use StoryBrand in your sales? You said slide decks. Like what, what, find, what do you find the most useful in your everyday? Like he talks about like the problem, the solution, like how do you, like what is that thing for you that you use like is it is it just like you know it's it's the way you write your sales letters like how, how do you use it in in like specifically like what's the what's the where do you find the most impact in your day-to-day uh business right. interactions right you know people sell the people you know it's not like you can throw a chart up there and people are like oh i'm in you know it's it's a matter of positioning a story about people to other people and so I think that in anything that I, you know, we produce, if, if there's something that can kind of propose a problem, you know, have a solution, you know, our product obviously is positioned because we're the solution or this type of product is a solution for your portfolio, then, then that's really good. I, I would say the most powerful part of how I position story brand is how I present the management. Um, the way we present management is through story and, and because of their track history and what they've done, I've, I've teased that out a little bit. They're, they're not always the most, um, how do I want to say this? They, they don't want to dive too deeply into their story, but that's the very thing that people want to hear about. Totally. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of crazy. Cause like when, when management talks about their customers through the lens of them being the guide, you ultimately talk about 
yourself, but you're talking about your customers through the lens of what your customers want to hear. We're here because we solve the problem you're struggling with, right? And I think that's that's so imperative for many businesses out there, like just, just being able to articulate the story and open that story loop that Donald Miller talks about. I love his book, Marketing Made Simple, is a game changer for me. And I, I know that you, <laughs> you've brought it to work a few times and implemented it. But you, you were telling me recently that you're actually trying to implement some like a, an email campaign in, in your workplace, like, and you want to do like a proposal and stuff like that. Like what, uh, that, that's kind of like super exciting, but like, what's, what's that kind of look like for you right now? And, and like, what, what, uh, what's like the goals for that and stuff like that? Yeah. We're right now in the, in the building phase. Um, I understand branding to be, uh, a bit, you've got to brand yourself, you know? And so I, I have a colleague of mine and we're both looking at doing like nurture campaigns, drip campaigns. Uh, to to get kind of the message across. We did a, a big friends and family raise, and then we, we're on a couple of what's called EMD shelves or exempt market dealer shelves. But we're wanting to to grow that, and we want to have an influence in the marketplace. And I think the best way to do that is, you know, set yourself up as an authority in the arena of of real estate, and people will be like, oh, wow, you guys know what you're talking about. Um, it's kind of funny in this space it's like oh if you produce a newsletter all of a sudden you must know what you're doing you know yeah or yeah. or oh you have a you have a you sent me a couple emails obviously you, you you know what you're doing and you were talking about how like your your email strategy is a little bit different like you actually are are personally emailing your lists and and getting into their phones and emails with an actual like personal email every week yeah yeah so Kind of before I knew the name nurture campaign or like lead generator or, you know, dripping on them, I knew the value of staying in communication or, or more so I understood the value of staying in relationship. Um, I think it, maybe it was Don that said this, Don Miller, but I, um, one of the things I know in sales is that you can't ask someone to marry you on the first date. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and so the, the purpose of the email campaign and, or the, what I do on a personal level. So I, I literally email or phone, um, what I'll call my, uh, top producers at least weekly. So I'm, I'm personally texting, emailing and phoning them. And if I can make that personal connection or perceived personal connection, which maybe we'll chat about that because I, I'm in charge about a eight in charge about of 80 financial advisors at the moment where I'm, I'm training them about our product and I'm, I'm dripping on them. And so kind of on a weekly basis, they get something like, Hey, Steve, I hope you're doing okay. Here's a little clip I found, um, uh, you know, and you know, love to chat later this week, Joe, you know, what I what I don't tell people is that was sent out to eighty people in about five minutes. Yeah, and that story that you have of that one CEO. <clears throat> yeah, we. <laughs> I don't know how much I could share on, on a podcast, but there was a yeah. C, CEO of an EMD, and he was on my list, and I I I shot out uh, basically a email to like eighty of these reps, and it was like, I'll change the name to protect him, but it, yeah. like, it was like. Um, hey Harold, uh, just to let you know, you know, this price changing, blah, 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 Joe, you know, 
and he was like i could tell you know and sometimes you can hear their voice because i know them and yeah, yeah and he he was like did you send this to you know um the administrator make sure that this price change is going to happen and i was like oh yeah sorry you were on my 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 list and and you got kind of a bit of a chainmail and then he came back he goes interesting well done you know kind of like i tricked him to thinking that i was actually sending him a personal email about about that and it basically the point of the story is it worked yeah yeah and it's crazy to think like like that personal connection is so important right mm. especially in like the real estate injury that you're doing something that not a lot of i i, I guess like not a lot of real real estate like funds are doing i you know if you're just contacting them i don't know i don't know that industry really well but i mean that that's a good question the answer is I don't know either. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I kind of got, well, just uh, as you know, Jonathan. But for our listeners, I, I moved from the nonprofit world as an executive director of a nonprofit for ten years, and and I moved into this area. I love real estate. Uh, I'm, I like uh, people. I like sales, and then um, I just uh, got a new job and transitioned over. To, to this position, I, as I tell people, I worked in the nonprofit, now I work in the profit, I got tired of the non-part of the nonprofit. Yeah. <laughs> um, but now I'm in the profit world and I just took those skills that I had in the nonprofit of raising funds and building a team and, you know, managing, directing, you know, all that and just kind of transitioned over to the real estate fund. And so it's been, it's been a, to be honest, it's been a, 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 a huge learning curve for me but uh, an enjoyable one. Yeah, that's so cool. I know just like being with you in that transition from moving out from the East Coast to the West Coast to trying to find, you know, cha helping you change careers and being a support for you and stuff. It's just kind of been like really cool to see that transformation and how it's like gone from, you know, working for the Lord to like actually making some income and working in a real estate environment, just like these professionals and just like this whole like new unique thing. It's been kind of really cool to see that and see that transformation and you know using this this tools and skills that you have like story brands that kind of really help you you know provide value and bring that edge to what you're doing already yeah i think what you're kind of uh triggering is you know self-development yeah you know like when it, like i was a direct executive director for 10 10 plus years and worked for them a couple years before that but it it's it's about growing and developing and learning you know, and that to me is a mark of a good leader or, or, or somebody that I would want on my team and and someone who's growing and learning about themselves. And and uh, I think that Don Miller's story brand is a is a really great tool in your tool belt, you know, and understanding how to position yourself like in the marketing and, and in your branding like that that's a, that's been a game changer for me because oftentimes people do just want to talk about themselves like hey look how great we're doing but it, it but that little bit of like compass adjustment to where it's like look how we can help you succeed you know versus oh, yeah. you know or look you know mo like one of my wording things in one of my slide decks is like most most investors want an investment they understand with a strong rate of return and a good and a trustworthy management team well, and then of course I talk about how, you know, and I, the, the rest of the slide deck is kind of like, this is how we provide that, you know, for <laughs> yeah. you as the, as the investor. And I, I would say that, and, and that positioning, when we launched that 
launch the fund, we still have that. Like that, that slide is one of these, it's like, oh, we, we say it over and over and over again, because we know what investors want. Strong rate of return, good management team, investment they can understand, you know, and then it just so happens we, we do multifamily real estate and, and we, you know, grew a fund in one year to, to close to, you know, close to 40 million in one year. Yeah. So, so it, it, it's kind of exciting train to be on. Totally. Totally. Yeah. It's, it's kind of crazy how like even in a, something like the real estate industry where there's a lot of, you know, red tape and everything, you can still, you know, you can still use something like StoryBrand and still, you know, help people, you know, with their investments without, you know, because like you explained to me, like it's very hard to sell investments in, in this space, right? Well, <laughs> you're, you're, you're trying to sell something you not well, you can't sell. <laughs> yeah, so we're <laughs> for for our listeners, like I I work in a real estate fund and so we buy and sell real estate and manage real estate so that you know, people can live in these rental apartments and you know, we're managing them and making sure we grow. But I I'm on the you know, I I'm I'm kind of like setting a foundation for investors. So it's like I'm digging for investors, but the reality is I'm not supposed to solicit investors. So the Securities Commission in Canada is quite strict on that. So the example I give is like if you go to McDonald's and you go and you pull up to the McDonald's window to get your food, they don't go, hey, we, you know, have a great day. By the way, did you know you can invest in McDonald's? <laughs> yeah. You know, and <laughs> and so it's kind of like that. It, it It's I can't solicit because we're not a dealer um we can we can you know have off conversations by people if you're kind of chit-chatting hey what do you do what do you do and then um you can kind of say well this you know you know help raise funds for a real estate uh fund and and we can receive like accredited investors and stuff like that but i i can't get on the street corner or in a billboard or really it, it's just not supposed to be positioned that way we let our dealers do the the selling but it's kind of this tricky space because we can receive accredited investors and so it's it's this really funky place to be in it's like you can talk about it but you can't sell it you know and <laughs> yeah it, it kind of to be honest it's it's quite frustrating and then even talking to our lawyers who's who keeps us on the straight and narrow he said there's a big gray area you know and you have some funds that are hard selling in many ways and then other funds that are completely on the other end of the spectrum. And so we're just trying to, to use the analogy, we're trying not to speed, you know, right. Like, right. Don't go past the speed limit. More than likely you're not going to, you know, get caught if you speed. So it's like, Hey, we're just going to go up to talking about that. We buy and sell real estate and then let the, let people kind of make the conclusion. Oh, I could invest with them. And we go, Oh yeah, good, good job you came to the conclusion, you know, so yeah. it's a bit of a challenge. And I guess like, especially if coming, you know, being a, the sales guy for that, like, and using, try, trying to use something like tools to help you sell without selling, like how, how is that working for you? <laughs> you know, using something like story brand, cause obviously the, the fund's doing really well, but you know, mm -hmm. and, and a lot of that's because of you, but like, like how is that transition? Like, how are you able to get through that? Yeah, we, we're always learning you know, we could always improve. Um, I feel that with this fund, how, how we can continue to, to grow and how we're using it is literally 
you know, some of the techniques is like, how do, how do you flow through the website and read a website, you know, and how do you, what's the call to actions, you know, what's the, um, how is your wording kind of bringing them so they can see themselves in the story, you know, in the sales copy or in the copy of the website. It, it's always a challenge because we have a marketing department. So I'm always like talking about story brand and they kind of look at me and, and, and because they haven't <clears throat> gone through the training, I haven't done a ton of training, just read the books and you and I have chatted a lot about it, but yeah, um, I would say it's still a challenge. I, like if you even go to my website, go to our website, I wouldn't be like, Oh, this is an example of story brand. I'd be like, Oh, there's concepts that are in there. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I would say the implementation is like trying to get a team behind it. And and this is, we're not just a fund. We're a group of companies. So yeah. like they're, they're rolling in. We have European U S investors that are coming in and we have the Canadian investors. So it's getting a bit of sophistication that, that we're like, Oh no, it, it's really, bigger than <laughs> like yeah. we're really growing quite big so it's it's like yeah i'm in charge of sales but at the same time i'm not in charge of every aspect that comes through so yeah yeah that's that's very that's a good point yeah and it's kind of interesting because it because it, it's like you know you've got all these people that you're working with and you know you haven't taken training you have ha like the story brand training and stuff like that but you're still doing well and, and i think that's the point that for me i'm learning it's like you don't have to be you know, a story brand guide to make it, to use story brand or to use that. You can still sell, you can still do a lot of things. And you look at like Dave Ramsey, for example, like he intuitively, and Don Miller says this, he knows a lot of this stuff already. Right. It just takes a little bit of fine tuning, you know, adjust this word here, you know, make this button, this call to action button a little bit more present here, you know, put it on this part of your website, right? Put your paragraph a little bit further down on the website, you know, things like that. But it's really cool to see, like even even in a space where you can't really sell what you're selling, you can still use StoryBrand and and have it to great effect because it's the yeah. it's the one liners, it's the slide deck presentations. When you're already talking to investors, you know you've already yeah. bridged that gap of trying to sell it to them. It's like you know we're not selling it anymore. We're we're actually providing value, and that's the thing. You're 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 demonstrating that competency and that authority, which is really cool. Yeah, something that kind of comes to mind is whenever you're in conversations with other business people or you're at these networking events, now mind you, we're in COVID right now, so this is now happening through webinars or <laughs> yeah, phones it's... or whatever. It's kind of a bit of a strain, but at networking events and at other events, inevitably you're like, hi, I'm you know Joe and blah, 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 and you're talking to the other person. It's like, oh, so what do you do? That's always the question. That's yeah. Asked, so what do you do? And I think that StoryBrand, what it did for me very early on um, in my previous career now in this one is to give me kind of my personal one-liner so that I can I can share that so I so what I what I tell everybody right now and maybe it'll change a little bit is I help people invest in real estate boom. And, yeah boom snap right it's like and so people go oh well how do you do that or what what is it that you do and sparks the it sparks the right question for you to keep going and talking about what you do for, for to help investors yeah. Yeah. And by saying I help people invest in real estate, it's not saying come invest with me or I I am everything there is to know about real estate. It's kind of like I help people invest in real estate. And and that's it. Does it, It's just short, concise. And I find like I've even stood up at events. And it's like, please introduce yourself. Tell me your name, what you do. And it's like, I'm, you know, I'm Joe Vogel and I work for, you know, this company and I help people invest in real estate. And then I sit down. You know, people go, oh, okay, well, 
what type of what type of real estate do you guys you know and it, it, it literally sparks the the question you want them to ask <laughs> yeah oh well, yeah. i'm glad you asked that question you know <laughs> yeah 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 well i i love and i'm gonna steal this right from don miller but like that scene he always sets up in all of his classes in his, his free video training i mean of course i'm subscribed so i always get all those updates and i'm sure you do too but uh and if you haven't, listeners, you need to be doing that. Subscribe to Don Miller's stuff at storybrand.com. Really great. F- free plug. Love his stuff. Um, but it's it's like he just talks about this guy. You know, you, you talk to, I don't know, I'll pick a name, Larry. You know, you, Larry comes and asks you, what do you do for a living? And then you start by, well, it's kind of complicated. You know, we've been around for over, you know, 25, 30 years. And with the awards we have won, Larry's already lost your attention and he's looking at those bacon wrapped sausage rolls as Don calls it or whatever he says, those bacon wrapped dates. I think that's what Donald says. And then he's like, he's already seeing those dates as essential to his survival. <laughs> and now you've, he's tuned out and he's trying to get somebody else in the conversation so he can leave and grab those bacon wrapped dates that are being passed around. So you only have like 10 seconds max to make your, your, you know, make yourself the solution to that person's problem. Right. Yeah, and I would say in the in in my world, I I try to position so that if you don't know what I do, you might die. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's totally. Like, like oh, I help people invest in in real estate, you know, and maybe I should add a little something, you know, we we give better, you know, better returns or something like that. But but it's like oh, if I'm not going to invest with this dude, I might not be making money, or I might not, you know. And so there there there's a little bit of that that push and pull. Even though you don't have the whole one-liner per se for Donald Miller, the fact that you just simply clarify what you do and it, it ties that little bit. Here's the problem, you know, and here's the solution and here's my solution. Here's what I do. I help people invest with real estate. You're already that much more clear than anybody else who's saying our company started in this. Nobody cares when your company started, right? <laughs> yeah, so let me share with you. So I, I a previous... Uh... My, my previous career, Robin and myself were raising money. We went to this fundraising conference. So we're sitting at a table, and this is when I was green behind the ears in the fundraising. And th- I mean, this is probably going back seven to 10 years. And so we're sitting at the table and across a seasoned fundraising professional. And she, we, we you know, you do the cold cordial chit chat. Oh, what do you do? And I, I don't actually remember what she did, but then she asked us like, oh, so what do you guys do? And I'm not kidding. We went on for like two and a half, three minutes explaining everything we do. And then she just simply looked at us. She goes, kids really need to make that more concise. Oh, man. And, and Rob and I looked at each other and went, oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy, we, we sucked at that one. We blew that one, you know. And not that we felt that she would, inv- um, you know, give us any money or anything like that. It was more like we didn't have a one-liner. And without a one-liner or not even like really have it honed in, we went on and on for two and a half minutes explaining everything. And I could tell she's like, I wonder what time it is. Oh, I wonder how long these guys are going to be talking. You know, are these guys going to be, you know, and we're like, we're like feeding off each other. And it was like, oh, brutal, you know? And, And so it was, but that lesson was hugely valuable for he and I, cause he had someone that had, I think she had like 20 plus years. She's like, really need to work on your how concise your message is you know and that that was like okay we need to do something there yeah totally well thank you so much dad for agreeing to sit down and do this with me yeah 
Well, thanks for tuning in, guys, and we'll see you in the next episode. Remember, this Hey Dad show is all about sitting down with my dad to ask questions, learn life lessons, and dive deep into business, marketing, and man stuff. I'm your host, Jonathan Vogel. This is my dad, Joe Vogel, and we'll see you in the next episode. Take care. You're awesome.